This week, we're talking about renting to own. Welcome back, everybody. Thank you so much again for joining me this week. It is a pleasure to have you today. I want to talk about a topic that I think investors talk a lot about, but renters don't really know or homebuyers know this as an option. But before I go ahead and do that, I want to direct you to the info section below where you can hit the link, the Calendly link to book a one-on-one -on -one call with me, whether it's about buying, selling, or you just want to talk about real estate in general. It syncs with my calendar, so I'll always be available when you book that appointment. Anyways, let's move forward. So renting to own is got pros and cons. It's gotten some slander over the years, some slang. The, the main reason I want to talk about it this week is the government just announced that they're going to be moving forward with a rent-to-own program. So let me just break down really quick what a rent-to-own is, and then I kind of want to talk about the government, uh, their plan with it. So renting to own essentially is you rent a property for an agreed upon time. So say you're going to rent it for five years, and uh, once that five years is up, you then have the option to purchase the property. Now, what price do you purchase it at? So when you sign that agreement up front, you decide what the price is going to be in five years. So landlord and the tenant would negotiate, say, okay, it's worth 600 today. Let's say the market goes up, you know, three to 5% a year. And in five years, you're going to pay 750 for it. So, you know, okay, at the end of five years, I can pay 750 for this property. However, generally what you do is you pay a higher than normal market rent. So say market rent is 2000, you would pay something like 2,500. $500 of that would go into a separate account that would then start to build as a down payment for when you purchase the home in five years. So this is a pro if I guess we'll talk about the pros and cons later. Um, but this can also be why it's considered, you know, a con or sometimes people say rent to own is a scam is because you could be paying this extra $500 a month for two, three years. You don't quite make the five years. Something happens. You can't rent there anymore. You got to leave or whatever. You don't get that additional $500 a month back that you were spending. So uh, that's something to watch out for. But that's basically the function of a rent to own is to have a renter eventually pay a certain amount of money with the intention at the end of five years that they're going to purchase the property uh, and own it. There's a lot that goes into this. So the government and all their wisdom wants to now release this plan where they're going to introduce rent to owns, but they're not going to be providing the properties. So in the announcement they made, I have it in front of me as that's what I'm looking at there. The landlord must commit to charging a renter lower than market rent. So their strategy is to obviously they want to have the, the landlords charge less so the tenants can put more money away each month to go towards their down payment, I guess, to save for a down payment. The biggest issue I see with this is landlords agreeing to take below market rent. Like if you could get 2000, why would you rent it for 1500 other than you want to do it out of the kindness of your own heart? So that's, I kind of see that being a hurdle. Maybe some landlords would be thrilled about that, but I don't really see who would be. Uh, number two, the landlord must commit to ownership in a five-year term or less. This is pretty standard for a rent to own. Most rent to owns are five years. 
I've heard of some that are three years, but three to five years is generally that window. And then number three, they want to put safeguards in place to protect the future home buyer. So I wonder if that has something to do with, as I mentioned previously, if you need to back out of the deal, you're kind of at the mercy of the landlord. Maybe they're going to put some safeguard to protect you that, okay, if you've put additional funds, you can reclaim those, but it doesn't sound like you're giving additional funds to the landlord. It actually sounds like you're you're paying the landlord less. Um, and then there's lots of gray area here. Like they don't talk about who determines what the final buyout price is um, or the safeguards, that sort of stuff. So it's just right now, I guess, a concept that they said they're going to move forward with, but not a lot has been announced with it. Um, but if you guys have more questions about a rent to own, let me know. Uh, I think I talked about the structure pretty well with that. Yeah, if you have any questions, drop a comment below. Let me know. Hit that Calendly link. Book a call. We'll talk more about it. Now let's move on to some of the pros of a rent-to-own. So rent-to-own has various pros. Number one, if you have poor credit or no credit and you need to build your credit up, it is an excellent opportunity. The reason being it allows you to live in a property that you're paying monthly payments for, you're paying bills, utilities, all that, and you're building your credit over time. So you know that you're going to purchase a home in five years. If you don't have the greatest credit now, it gives you five years to get your credit on track to help you qualify for that mortgage. Because that's a key thing. At the end of the five-year period, you have to qualify for a mortgage to purchase the property. So one of the pros is this gives you time to build your credit. Pro number two, I would say, is that it allows you to set aside a down payment in two ways really way number one is if you're paying additional fees to the landlord every month like you know if like we mentioned previously in the video if you're spending two thousand a month and you're paying twenty five hundred a month like that extra five hundred is going into an account to save for a down payment then you're building a down payment that way you know in five years i'm going to have x amount but if you need more money to go towards your down payment ultimately it gives you five years to know, okay, we have to put additional money aside each month, uh, each pay, each year, whatever it is. So that way, when the five-year term is up, we can qualify and we can purchase the property. Uh, pro number three, I think we're on, is you could lock in a house price. So if you were fortunate enough to get into a rent-to-own contract five years ago, seven years ago, before things were going crazy, and you said, okay, I'm going to buy it based on the, uh, you know, the market's going to go up 5% a year. So you agree on a price on the market only going up 5% a year over five years, but then it actually went up 10%, 15%, 20%, 30%. You would actually be buying the house at a discount because you locked it in at a much lower price. And then pro number four, I would say is that you don't have to move. So you get to rent your house for five years and then at the end of it, you own it. You don't have to worry about coordinating moving trucks or any of that stuff. You just stay put, sign the paperwork, the house becomes yours. If you guys can think of any pros that I'm not thinking of, I would love to hear them. Uh, drop a comment below and let me know. Let's talk about some of the cons of rent to own. And I want to talk about the number one con. And this is why rent to own sometimes gets the stigma of being a scam. Uh, when you Google it, stuff like that. I know people always ask, is it a scam? Buyer beware, that sort of thing. The number one reason is when you're doing the rent to own, you're paying additional fees monthly, right? Like we talked about, say market rents 2000, but you're paying 2500 because an additional 500 is going into an account. This is the biggest con. If you break the terms of the contract, say you don't pay one month, you don't pay two months, you breach the contract or the five years comes up and you don't purchase the house, you don't get that extra money that you were putting aside. Uh, well, you weren't putting aside that you were giving to the landlord back. The landlord keeps that. So that is the biggest con with a rent to own. You need to make sure that you can follow through because one of the other things is 
you need to, which I guess I'll call it con number two, you need to be able to qualify for a mortgage at the end of the rental term. So if you don't qualify for the mortgage, if your money that you give to the landlord isn't enough for a down payment, you didn't put enough extra aside or rates went up or something happened, you lose your job, you can't qualify for the mortgage, you're in breach of the contract and the, the landlord may not want to give you the money back. They're not obligated to. So you could lose your money. So you have to actually qualify for a mortgage at some point. You just don't own the house. It's just like buying a house uh, normal, normally. And then one con to kind of address to a pro that I talked about previously is about locking in a price. If you locked in a price when market was high, you know, we talked about locking in and low, you could get the benefit of the market going up. But if you locked in a price when the market was high and the market went down, then you're actually spending more for a house than it's worth because that's what you were contractually obligated to. So that's probably, you know, I'd say one of the bigger cons. Uh, another one is generally you don't do a home inspection on a rent to own. So you could sign the rent to own contract. Everything's great. You move into your property. Day number one, turn on the sink and it's not even connected. It doesn't even work. Furnace is old. Roof is old. All these things. But you're you know, you've rented, you are agreed to purchase this home, but you haven't done a home inspection. So that's kind of a beware situation. You want to make sure that everything is good on that end. Uh, and I guess that's all the cons I have there. I mean, I know that they often get called scams and stuff like that. And I can see why, because they're very heavily favored in the landlord. And my biggest advice to you, if you're looking at going into a rent to own as a tenant is really, really make sure that you are going to be able to qualify for that mortgage or you believe that you're going to be able to build up the credit and build up the down payment to follow through with the purchase in five years. Otherwise, you're at risk of losing any additional monies that you've put into it. So that's all the cons. If you guys can think of more cons, let me know. Drop a comment below. Anyways, thank you so much for joining me again this week. It is always a pleasure to make these videos. I look forward to it each and every week. And so thanks for watching and I'll talk to you again next week.